0: Okay, so on uh, Gimbal Aleph, the bottom Mishnah, so we'll just go through the Mishnah and we'll uh, discuss something that comes up, with it we'll see how far we can get. So Mishnah says like this, Again, with Adam Simon, to Adam come in and he testify about Reuven, uh, that he's chayv to Shimon, $1,000. So testifying that, let's say, Ruvain borrowed $1,000 for Shimon, and the uh, condition was that he has to pay by 30 days. Bu Eimer, now Reuven says, not like that, not that he's potter, but he says, It's not true. He says, really, the truth is I did borrow $1,000, but I have to pay by 10 years. So it's not uh, 30 days, it's actually 10 years. So what the these them are testifying, they're bringing the time of payment from 10 years all the way to a month. That's what they were testifying. And they turn out to be Aedem Zeiman. So they have to pay. So what do they pay? So then we calculate how much would a person spend to have a thousand dollars. We calculate the difference in value between having uh, to pay basically a debt now, versus a debt in 10 years. And whatever the difference in price is between what a person would pay for that uh, difference, that's what the Simon have to pay. That's the Mishnah. Okay, fine. I think more goes on to talk about Shemitim, the um, differences in Shemitah and so on. But let's just focus on this for a second. So the, the question that Rishonim deal with, it's an important one, is like this. In order for Edam Simon to pay, you have to be able. They, did, they, they certainly didn't have Vera. They certainly didn't like, Sana, like we talked about last week, they they testified falsely. That's for sure. But for them to pay money based on their for, false testimonies, Adim Zayman, you have to be able to, to succinctly, say that there was some damage done. So if uh, if they if they say that, uh, uh, Ruvain owes Shimon a thousand dollars. And it turns out that Reuven does not owe Shimon a thousand dollars. That what they were testifying, what they were attempting to do, was take a thousand dollars out of Reuven's pocket, like it did. So it's as if they did that, whatever it is, and that's what they have to pay. Over here, the question is, what exactly was the hezik kiviyachol? What exactly was the damage? Everyone Reuven agrees that he has to, that he owes Shimon a thousand dollars. The difference is that he says he only has to let go of it, only has to actually take money out of his pocket in ten years from now. And the Edom Zayman, they're trying to compel him to take out the ten thousand dollars now. So either way, the guy is going to pay ten thousand dollars, as he should. The question is, he paid it a little bit early. So what exactly is the isn't damage?
1: That the vision, uh, isn't that They say pays the difference. So this is how you
0: calculate the difference. But what exactly was the damage?
1: Ta'visana, isn't that what that's called? So,
0: so, so it's like this. So one simple way will be to think of it as follows. That the, the damage that was done was not the thousand dollars that he's paying. The damage is the investments and the profit that he could have made by holding on to his 10,000 dollars for 10 years. She my right. The problem is, that's that's the suggestion that the Rishonim make. The problem is, is that that in halacha, that, that quote unquote damage, that's called a grama. That's called a grama. In other words, let's say, let's forget Adam. Let's say you have $10,000 and for whatever reason, I stop you from investing that money. Do I have to pay for the lost investments? You didn't steal the lost I Didn't steal it. It's called a grama. Yeah. yeah, because of me. That's called in in halacha in the Gemara the example in Baba Kama, That's called mevatel kisa shulcha I stop you from investing your own money. That's not called mazik. That's not called damage. It's not called a ganaf. That's called a grama. It's called a grama. It's garmi. I I did something to stop you from getting a theoretical amount. Not only is that somewhat indirect the, the Rosh would say, it's also impossible to calculate. It, it, it's in not it So let, If the guy does a small investment, he'll make two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Theoretically, maybe he'll make a, a deal a century, a million dollars. And the, the halach is, when it comes to Adam Zayman, if it's not a, a succinct amount, uh, there's no halach of v- v- azamah for that. So what exa- So twofold. First of all, what exactly is the damage over here? Again, the guy is mosque and he has to give a thousand dollars. So now versus ten years from now, what's the difference? I could have used that thousand dollars for all other things. That's not damage, and it's impossible to calculate.
1: But isn't that what is uh, yeah. not that this? Isn't what umdana is? So again, but we're, yeah, I'm asking. What's so the so, rishonim. So I mean,
0: but the problem. Okay, that you could you could have like a, a market, you know. But how could you possibly have a market <laughs> for something that's fundamentally unable to determine? How do you know where you he would invest? How do you invest? A
1: great job. I am, huh? yeah. I'm it's great. The whole shot is like, but how I don't know you do? what I meant. We assume.
0: How would you do it? You're the best. Then. Yes. How do you calculate what a guy would have calculate, gained from an investment?
1: Oh. Uh, I bring three. Uh, but the one one give the $1,000 at 30 days. And then in 10 years, the guy gives him back the hmm. $1,000. But it's pay?
0: impossible. The New deals, new... Da- I mean, he, I he, he, I know, that, was the,
1: that was the damage done. You know, they wanted him to have the loss, whatever that is.
0: He... But, the, that? No, but it's, it's, it's more than that. It doesn't have a, a, a definite amount. It's open-ended. You, you can't have hazama. that's the, what the Rishanah what the bring down from, from, from Bryce's later on. You can't have a payment of hazama, which by its very definition is open-ended. They want to know right now how much do we pay. Well, I don't know, let's see in 10 years. Uh, no, it doesn't work like that. We need, we need a definite amount right now. And again, more than that, more focus. that's not cool damage. If I were literally to do that with your own money right now, forget Adam. I go and I stop you from investing your own money somehow, that's not cool damage. I don't have to pay for anything. So why would time be worse than if I literally go and did it with my own two hands? Right? If I stop you from using your own money to make profit, Potter, like says, your Potter. So that's the question. So it must be. So this is the Rishonim make make both of this Chazal, bond, Ritva. So therefore, it must be that the damage over here is not the theoretical money that he could have made during that period for between a month and ten years. It must be that the damage is the thousand dollars that he's that the Adum Zayman are causing this guy to give right now. Okay, it's just that. I, that thousand dollars, why is that? Why is the thousand dollars that he's actually taking out of his money, out of his pocket, considered to be hezek, considered to be that the Edom Zayman are causing him a loss? Well, one way to think of it would be because he's not, in, in truth, he's not chay of a thousand dollars right now, right? He's chay a thousand dollars in 10 years from now. I mean, right now, does he, does he have to take money out of his pocket? Yeah. No. I'm forcing him to take $1,000 out of his pocket. So me forcing him to take $1,000 out of his pocket, that's called me that's called I've been trying to establish like a new Khiv, like a new monetary obligation, one second, like a new monetary obligation on this guy, and that's what's, co- that's what's considered to be a damage. Now, the, 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 what the Mishnah is trying to figure out though is that how do you calculate how much loss that was, because at the end of the day, he's gonna have to pay, there is a debt that's gonna come on in 10 years, so at the end of the day, the damage was the, 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 you know, I caused him, I put, the edom Zayman are, are, are falsely putting on him an obligation of $1,000 today, which he doesn't have. But at the same time, they're also taking off from him a $1,000 obligation that will have in 10 years from now. So there is damage because they're putting on him a $1,000 obligation, which should not exist. But on the other hand... They're also It will exist, and they're taking that, that away. So that number, you can have an umdana in terms of how much money would the malva decrease from the debt if you were to be paid back right now, in a month versus 10 years, right? Because sometimes the malva would say, listen, if I get the money today, as opposed to 10 years from now, I'm willing to take 900 instead of 1000 which means that the difference in, in value between having to have a thousand dollar debt right now versus a thousand dollar debt in 10, in ten years is hundred dollars. Okay, so in other words, so let's see what we have so far is that that one possibility of understanding. So we know right now how much what damage can be done over here. Again, one way of thinking of the damage is the theoretical profit you could have been making over ten years. That's not going to do it. That doesn't. That's not called uh, damage. You're not going to be high for that. It's impossible to calculate. Finished. So what's the other? What's left? The thousand dollars. $1,000. Meaning, the way to think of it, the way to look at it is, so why is that $1,000 considered a da- considered a geneva? He has to pay it in, 10, 000, in, in in 10 years. The answer is in 10 years, that's, a new, that's, that's something else. But right now, they're, they're sort of putting on a menuchiv of $1,000, which should not exist. The problem is, the problem is, is that the Rishonim say, what about the opposite case? What if the adam come and testify that he's obligated to pay in 10 years? When in truth, He's obligated to pay today. So the damage, quote unquote, they're not, that's the, the life is happy, right? The borrower is happy, he has 10 years from now. The Malva is now upset. Would there be any payment that would have to be made to the Malva? So let's I mean, think about this taking, for a second. You're not taking, the you're not taking anything. If the, if the Hezek over here is the $1,000, right? Because, again, in our case, that they're saying on this guy that today, which he didn't have any obligation on him today, and all of a sudden, you're obligating him to pay $1,000, so that means I'm taking $1,000 out of my pocket, which I shouldn't have been having to do, and I'm giving it to this guy. So then in the opposite case, where they're what? Where they're saying, it's okay, in, in 10 years from now, you'll pay it. So that's not, there's no damage, right? You're not forcing anyone to take any money out of their pocket. All you're doing is stopping the Malva from receiving the $1,000 for 10 years. So there's no damage. The Rishonim say though, that would also be hazama, Just as there would be an obligation of Eden Zayman for them to say, it's not in 10 years, it's actually, the debt is, is today. There's also hazama. The other way, the if they say, if to the Malva, if they say that it's not today, it's in 10 years from now.
1: <laughs> well, they, they well, it's, who they're testifying Well, it's kind of both, right, 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 it. right. Well, why would you say just the same thing as the opposite? Right. Right. Versus, if if, if you, you tell the lawyers, how much would you pay... To have this loan extended for ten years. Yeah, the issue is not calculating.
0: The issue is what exactly is the damage. Yeah, but
1: again, it's 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 it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's 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 first of all, if you're gonna have it's not damage it, it, to the labor, it's, but it's a, let's say a benefit to the labor. Is you would turn to tell him you 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 have a thousand dollars to pay up right now. Right,
0: I get it. There's two separate things. There's calculating how much it will be worth, but that's irrelevant. You have to first establish that there's an actual damage that was done, an actual Geneva that was done. What, what money was taken that should not have been taken? So
1: again, the same thing that you said. You said he's taking away from the Malva, the money that he would have had now.
0: So that's, that- not, that's, that's nothing. What, what is that? If I if let's let's put it this way let's say One second. Let's say let's say so, let's say someone owes you money right now yeah. and you want to collect and I physically hold you from taking the money. I, I hold you down. Do I have to pay? No, that's not Hazard. I didn't do anything. Right there, it's it's floating in the air. I didn't do anything. I stopped you from collecting a debt. What type of damage is that?
1: The money of the debt.
0: I didn't do anything. It's, didn't, called it's, right, it's called yeah, a grumma. It's called a grom. And might as well say
1: that that was a million. When you got taken him to best and you he held me back, it was a million. He, he didn't touch your money. He exactly. The halach is, sure.
0: again, there's two separate things. You could calculate how much you lost, but I have to be the one to directly be considered... The, the loss has to be tangible. The loss has to be something that I, that I did. Again, grumbling and garmi. So that's because I'm putting on you... A debt today of thousand dollars that should not have existed. So, um, um,
1: uh, uh, so I'm, you're holding back from. The I'm holding thing. back. I'm That's holding not back. On. That's it something. It's on putting on. One is holding back. He's not, not taking something from out of your pocket. No, you, me. You, you, you tell me that by, by Eloyveh, I'm going to put on a
0: you, Listen to the answer. You'll clap yeah, what it, I'm it, saying. It, it, Here.
1: The setup is the setup. In other words, whether you agree with the premise or not, that's yeah. a different conversation. Let's get to the point. If you want to get to the end, Let's fine. get to the I'm point. Saying, no,
0: no, you'll, you'll hear what I'm saying. There's a big chiddish when it comes to halva that I, happened, I heard this from my brother of Kalman Epstein. I remember at the time it was one of those shirim that like for some reason like stuck in a, I don't remember the context of what it was about. It was somewhere in Yevamah, I remember, but it was like a chiddush. And yeah, I remember him saying at the time, like he thought of this when he was younger. Then he said, hey, no, "It can't be." And then later on, he decided, "You know what? It, it is true." When I when I lend you hundred dollars, let's say, lend you hundred dollars, who's so the Gemara says there's a call in Kiddush, in many places. Milva lohitzad nidna. I give you the hundred dollars; it's completely yours. You do whatever you want with it. When I come to collect the hundred dollars. It's not like a, a picadin where I could claim those that hundred dollar bill. It's completely yours, even if you never used it yet. It's sitting there. It's not mine anymore. Milva zaynir. Right? If I uh, if I give you if I give a woman if I owe a, if I if I lend a woman hundred dollars and then two days later I say you know what I'll be Michael the debt and haray mukadeshus Lee with that hundred dollars. It's not mukadeshus, right? Because Malva sudden, it. it's her money. I didn't give her anything, so I, I was Meichel a debt that now she doesn't have to pay me later. I didn't give her anything. What's interesting is is that many places in Shas there's a term that the Gemara uses when a Malva comes to a to claim the money. The language the Gemara always uses is Gabach. You have my money. You have my money. It's a funny language. Memoni Gabach. Again, there's a Gemara in Babasra. The Gemara talks about a case of a person who finds a lost object, a shaymarav, finds a lost object, and he, you know, sends out the message, we found something, whatever it is, and no one's coming to collect it, no one's coming to take it. the gemara says that if it's something that over time will deteriorate, then his obligation is to sell it and to hold on to the, to the money, and then when the guy comes, the gemara called, and the and says that, that that money, he's able to use it, and uh, for his own personal needs, when the guy comes, it's like a debt. It's, it's, it's like basically like a borrowed money. The Gemara calls him a shayil, that he's a borrower on the money. And Taisu says, "When well, a shayil, when I borrow an object, right, and you come back, you get that object back, right? That's what a borrower is." Says Taisu, "Why are you calling this guy a shile? He's a loiver." Says Taisu, "Okay, shayil loiver, same thing, same thing. I'm talking about it. it's completely fundamentally different. A shayil is, I don't own this object." I'm using it. I'm allowed to use it. And when you come to my house and knock on my door, you say, you have my box of tissues. So then I give you back that, that box. Like if my but if i you the money, there's a big it, difference hundred percent. There's a huge difference. If someone else... If, if, you don't have to give back that money itself. and There's many differences. So what's this talking about? It's the same. So here's the chiddish. And it's hard to even... I remember at the time, right, it, was, you know, you had to, it was hard to find the words. The answer is, it's 100% true. When I give you that as a halva, I give you that $100, the $100 bill is yours. When I come back, I don't have to, I don't have any right to claim that $100, but on some theoretical level, the money got back. And when you give me back a different $100, somehow the the value, the ethereal $100 that was mine, that was borrowed by you, that sort of remained in your account, during this entire time period, now becomes embodied in that $100, to the point of when you give me back that new $100, on some level, this is my money I'm getting back. I'll give you another, a an halakhic example of this. The, there's a Gemara in Baba Kama, there's a tremendous chiddush of Rashi, there's a Gemara in Baba Kama which says like this, and that if a person, uh, the way it works out in Rashi's cheshman is that if a person borrows $100, let's say, and for whatever reason, they make this deal in the beginning that, you know, you give me back the hundred dollars, pay me back in dollars. Because theoretically, I mean, you could pay back in, uh, in yen if you want, whatever, you know, so you give it back. In, so he says, pay me back hundred dollars. And let's say by the time the debt is up, China has already taken over the world, dollars are mamish uh, useless, mamish useless. So Rashi Shita is that if, if the loan was with, um, with commodities, but it was like a loan, then when you pay back, you pay back in yen, you pay back in, 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 in money that's considered money at the time. But says Rashi, but if you borrowed cash and you stipulated in the beginning, and I want to get paid back in dollars, even if by the time you get paid back, dollars are not considered money anymore, you pay back in dollars, says Rashi, because you took $100 and you pay back $100. Says Tysus and Rashi, what are you talking about? It's not like you're paying back the actual money, it's a halva. And what's the difference if the halva was in money or the halva was in, in commodities, in, uh, in boxes of, uh, of toilet paper? At the end of the day, the, the, the money that was given to you is lohit and it was absolutely yours. And now you have a new, a new obligation to give this guy a hundred dollars. Well. have uh, 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 h- a
1: question. Stop with like sure. somebody. To- what? Yeah. No, when you lend somebody cash, you, you have to pay back the Shavius, like in, in, in shas that's like that, that you look at how much money is worth today when you pay it back? Certainly, I'm
0: not paying back just... Uh, no, with...
1: it, it, it's not in currency? In, 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 in you have
0: to pay a, a, a currency, something that is a currency. I'm
1: I, you lend me $1,000, dollars millions of cases in shas. I pay back $1,000, they, they, they evaluate how much a dinner is worth at that time and, and they adjust it?
0: Well, we usually in in this case it's the, the the dinner is not even in, in uh, circulation anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. The language of
0: is like, I'm giving you a dinner which is completely not in circulation. You have to go to another country to maybe try to exchange it or whatever. It's completely not. It's not considered a currency but, but anymore. No, not necessarily. I'm saying, but that that. But late Rashi. No, so the, the, late the, so this is the Chiddush and Rashi over there that if I stipulate. I'm giving you $100, and I want $100 back, even if by the time the dollars are completely not a currency anymore, that's fine. Because you took $100, I'm giving you $100. What you see this idea is that there is such a phenomenon of memayni gabach, is that when, you, when I lend you $100 for, for 10 years, then for those 10 years, on some level, it's as if... Let, let's, give, let's give a case of borrowing an object. Let's say I lend you my car for 10 years, Okay. Let's say I lend you my car for 10 years. That means it's my car. But for 10 years, you have a schuss. You have a monetary acquisition. You have a kinyon. You have some sort of schuss over this car to allow you to use it for 10 years. That's something tangible. That's a real thing. And when I come after 10 years and I say, what do I say? Not that I now want you to pay me a debt. That No, I, my car is by you. I want my car back. This is how you have to think of Alva. Although, again, although it's a funny thing because at the end of the day, you're not giving the same cash back, but on some level, on some level, you have been using my money for 10 years and you had that right. You had that to use my money for 10 years and now that it's 10 years are up, I'm coming and saying, give my money back. Do you have to actually go and find that $100? No, but you give... Other, you give other money, and somehow this theoretical, ethereal, floating momen that was in your estate, that was really mine, becomes yes. slabish, becomes attaches to the actual money that I'm giving, and this is your money that, in, and in some level you can consider it as if it's always theirs. I'll give you another example. The Gemara says in Baba Metzia that if you have, let's say, uh, you know, again, Reuven owes Shimon, hundred dollars, and Reuven passes away, and the children collect the debt, okay? So the, the, the son come collect $100, and now they want to split up the Yerusha. A Bechar gets Pishnayim. Does the Bechar get Pishnayim of that money that was collected after the father passed away? So the halacha is that the only time that, a Yerush, that they get Pishnaim is something that's mochzik, something that was always in the father's Rishos. Something that's coming later on, you know what I mean? Uh, someone gives a present to the estate on behalf of the, the father. That's not, uh, you don't get Pishnayim for that, says Rashi. If the debt was collected in cash, you get Pishnai. The guy gets Pishnai. Why? Because the money was always by him. It was always by him. What are you talking about? It's completely not true. The guy lent $100 10 years ago. Masked him. But over those, over those years, it was completely not his anymore. It was, it was completely owned. Milvo And it was owned by, by, by Shimon. And now Shimon is coming and taking a new $1,000 out of his pocket and giving it to the estate. What Shaykh is to the original money? Says Rashi, it always has shaykhahs to the original money. And if that original money, and if it was paying back in cash, then there's even a stronger attachment between the theoretical money that's been floating in his estate, that's been hanging out in this guy, in, in Shimon's Rishus, which was always Ruvein's money. It was just hanging out in Shimon's Rishus for 10 years, and now it sort of it finds its way back home in that money that's being paid back. But on some level, memayni gavach.
1: So milvala tzadnidna is not, how does that work with? So
0: milvala tzadnidna on some level is about the gashmi Object that was given the the the, the, the hundred dollar bill, but the theoretical value that is now added to the estate of the loiva, that's that still belongs to shim to to the, the malva. And the loiva, what he has, is rights to use that value. It's no different than borrowing an object.
1: I don't know, I don't think that that's a a. I I think that's even what Tysus was saying about Abbasra. That legabe that didn't, of him being allowed to use it, it doesn't matter if you call it Meshayil or something. Exactly. This is an exclusion, and when you borrow something, you have to give it back, and you can't, you could use it, but you can't, I would say it. There's like a, a kula by money that because it's cash and that's the use of it. And if you're going to replace it, so you could go spend it. But when you're replacing it, you're like giving back what you borrowed. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But, but but this is a chiddush because the, the simple interpretation of nivul in it means is completely yours. There's no detachment. Well, if I lend you uh, hundred dollars for a month, day fifteen, <laughs> are you somehow is, is there any is there any connection between me and you on day fifteen? No, like. I gave you $100 15 days ago. At that moment, it became completely yours. You don't even know my name anymore. You have no sheiches to me. You have nothing over me. I have nothing over you. And by day 30, when you have to pay back my debt, okay, so now you have to take a new $100 out of your, out of your pocket and give it to me. But now we're saying that no, although that, and that's true, but I'll give you another example. I mentioned with Kedushin, right, that you can't, if, I, if I'm, uh, if, again, I, the woman owes me money, and I say, you know, I'm Michael and Harev Mudesh leave with that Mechila, so it doesn't work because that's not giving anything. Uh, and the Gemara says, by the way, the same thing with extending a halva, right? Let's say she owes me $100, and, and I say, you know what, I'm not going to be Moichlet, but I'll give you an extension of another 30 days. And with that added extension, be is to me. The Gemara says also nothing, it's not. You didn't, you didn't give her anything tangible. But the Rishonim say like this But if then I were to say, okay, I'm going to give you an extension of the loan, and be mekudeshes to me with the hanah that you now have in knowing that you have an extra uh, month to pay it back. So that is mekudeshes because I gave her something that's called hanah. Rishonim say a funny thing. A number of rishonim say you can do that, but that's called ribbis. It's called ribbis. Why? Because by extending the loan, right, and now she's giving something for that extension herself. So that's called Rivis. I'm going to say, one second, rivis, what are you talking about you were you were you were you were being Mikdasher, not with the actual extension. You were being with the Hana that she gets from knowing that she has an extension. That's an unrelated business transaction. The answer is, is that that extension was something tangible. I wasn't just saying when I when I extend a debt and I give you an extra thirty days. I'm not saying okay, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm just going to say it, like for that 30, I'm not, I'm not going to, uh, that, that mon- monetary chiv of taking $100 out of your pocket, I'm saying doesn't exist yet, it'll exist in, a thousand, in, in in 30 days. No, no, no. What's happening is, is I'm giving you something tangible, this chus that you have to use my money, I am now expanding and extending that chus. It. It's monetizing it. Now, that chus is intangible, but if I could give a klih. If I could give something tangible for that added s'chus, hishtamshus, on my money to sort of become embodied in, then that becomes real. The hanah is not a secondary deal. The hanah is the way in which the added s'chus of using my money for 30 days becomes tangible. That's called rivis. Let's go back to our case. Let's go back to our case. The questions that we were dealing with is like, okay, the guy owes, a, 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 you know, he's, he, he actually has to pay in 10 years, and the they're coming and saying, you have to pay within 30 days. So the question is like, okay, so what exactly was the damage? What did, what did they do? So we said like, okay, it's not just the theoretical profit that the guy would make, right? Because that's, that's not called a real damage. It's got to be the $1,000 right now and then the question was okay but what about the opposite case let's say they say instead of paying 30 days you could actually just your debt is pushed off for 10 years and that's also called damage what damage was done then the answer is the dam- in both cases real damage was done they were affecting either taking away from the leiva or putting on to the leiva they were giving him either increasing his rights to that guy's money or taking away his rights of that guy's money Let's say, let's say it was a borrowed object. Let's say the guy borrowed a car for 30 days. And Adam come and say, it wasn't for 30 days. Let, let, let's give the same, same example. The, the guy borrowed a car. He has an old lease and everything like that. He borrowed a car for, 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 for 10 years. Adem come and say, no, no, it's not 10 years, it's 30 days. That's real damage. Because why? Because over those 10 years, he, he was supposed to have a schus. He was supposed to have a real schus over this car. Because this car is not his. So why is he allowed to use it? Because he has a schuss on it. So now the Edom are coming and saying, no, 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 that we're taking that away from you. That's real damage. And let's say the opposite. Let's say his schuss, he borrowed that car for 30 days, and the Edom are coming and saying, no, 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 it's actually for 10 years. It's not just a matter of when he pays money out of his pocket. There's something real that just took place. They were, ta- they were saying that for 9 years and 11 months, this guy has a schuss over his, over his car. That's a, real, that's a real theft, if it's not true. Notice once you once you create this idea that the money that's being lent actually still is really by the Malva, and it's just the Loiva has rights over it, then now when Adam Zimman are manipulating the time of the debt, they're manipulating those rights. They're changing those rights. They're either saying the rights are longer than they should be, which is real damage to the Malva, or they're taking away the time of the rights, which is real damage to the Loiva. But either way, a real damage is done. It's no different. See, by the other cases, it's one thing if I hold you back and say, you know, you're not, I'm going to physically stop you from using your money. Then there's no damage because I didn't do anything. I just held you back from using it. But if I were to somehow come and say that I could actually come and take a right away from you, I could somehow take a schuss away from you or put a schuss on someone else on you, that's called a real damage. I mean, as until now we were thinking of halva in this way, is that uh, th- there is no real connection during the time of the debt, during the time of the halva, whether it be 30 days or 10 years. There's really no contact between the malv and the leiva. It's just a matter of when the time is up, now the guy has to take money out of his pocket. Okay, so, then, so, so at, at some point he's going to have to take money out of his pocket. So what real damage is there? Now, then, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, uh, what's really happening over here? Theoretical money that could have been made... But there's no damage, because at the end of the day, he has to pay $1,000 at some point. Okay, now, now or later. But the answer is no. It's not about whether he has to pay now or later. By changing and manipulating the time of the halva, that's called cool damage itself. Either you're giving him rights to money that he should not have rights to, or you're taking away rights to money that he should have rights to. But you're manipulating the chus the, the right now. So it's not a matter of like, oh, he has to pay at some point. What's the difference between now and then? No, no. If he has to pay now, and you're and you're extending the loan, that means that you are giving him rights to Shimon's money that he should not have rights to. And if the debt should be paid in ten years, and you're decreasing it to a month, that means you're taking away rights that he should have on Shimon's money. So it, it, it's about the s'chus of that money. This is this is the aside. And now the Mishnah says, okay, but how do you calculate the 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 the, the value of that decrease? In rights, or how do you evaluate, how do you calculate the increase in rights? So that then then the mission is said. The way to calculate that is to determine how much would the loan be decreased if the malvah said if the if the said I'll pay you today, or how much would it be increased if the life is said I'm gonna have to pay you in ten years? But that's just a matter of determining the monetary value that you could put on the manipulation that was made. But the actual hezek is manipulating the time of the halva. Why? Who cares? At the end of the day, nothing's, there's no difference between now and ten years in terms of like, okay, the money is coming out of my pocket. Answer, no, no, no. There's a huge difference because you're manipulating this time period of his actual schus that he has over Shim's money. But again, you follow this. This is all fundamentally rooted in this idea is that when you give a halva, there, it's still your money. And, the, and, and so why is this guy able to use it? Because he has a right over your money. Ah, now that it's a right that he has on your money and you're manipulating that depending on how, when the debt has to be paid, that's a real hezik. Because you have to think of this case of Halva as if it was a borrowed object. If the Edom come and said, "Ruvain borrowed a car from Shimon, and, and, and it and, and should, should be given back in 30 days, and Shimon said, no, 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 30 days, in 10 years. So that's for sure a real damage, because the question, the discussion is not just when he gives up a car. The question is, does he have rights on this car for 9 years and 11 months? That's a, that's a tangible thing. So halva is the same thing. It's the same thing. It's my same oh. it, that
1: was from the Tososviler when he said the Shoal. The shol, So that's one of the applications and what, of this. And, and, and what did Rashi say over there? He argued with Tosfos.
0: No, that, they both agree to that. Oh. That the Gemara calls it a shol. you an example when when my <laughs> Rebbe mentioned this, he said it, it to me was one of those like amazing things that he said for some reason like it molded my way of thinking. I think one of those it was one of those moments. You know, he said that that a a riot to this in his mind was the fact that. You look at children. Children are—they go with their like human instincts. And when uh, when a child borrow when, when if a child lends something to another kid, kids have this mentality of like it's 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 mine. I want it back. It was like such an interesting thing. And he says that that's 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 telling you. And as we get older, we sort of like kids say, No, no, no. It's really not But there is an instinctual feeling is that when I lend you money, you have my money. Mm-hmm. There is a feeling like that, and that's real. That's a real zach. Okay, that's the, so let, now just for Mamish a few minutes, where is this coming from? So what's the said what's behind this? This idea that I lend you money, you actually have the money, it's now completely yours. And if you didn't spend that $100 bill, I can't claim that $100 bill. Yet on some level, and whatever money you pay back, is somehow in, in replacement of that $100. So there's a piece in the Kut Maran, this, this is from Rav also. Huh? <laughs> no, this was not. This is not from Rav This is my. This is my issue. So in uh, in the Kedumran, Samach Tes <laughs> and Chelakal, he says like this. Okay, da. <speaking in Hebrew> if someone steals money from another person, <speaking in Hebrew> you're stealing the person's children. uh kidnapping. <speaking in Hebrew> You're taking uh, the Gazlan is taking the Nigzal's children. Why? Okay. Rabbi Nachman says because the the, the, ma- the money a person has comes really from the wife. The Gemara says right, the Iker brachas that a person has comes from their wife. Which means on some level it's like your children. Okay, what does that mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> arena we're playing in these days
0: <laughs> that's it's right day, <laughs> that's what it is are <laughs> nafsha what does that mean? So he says <laughs> so what is money <laughs> A person's money comes from the same place where says that your neshama comes from it's It's a tangible manifestation of your of your actual nefesh. that's what he writes. He says this uh, <laughs> he says like this whatever. I'm not explaining. It's not. Uh, we have two minutes. It's just to get the words. the root in Shemayim where money comes from. Hu'makim is the same place in which your neshama comes from. Every neshama has the Shirish as its root, and when the neshama as it descends down to this world, it descends with mammon. Your money is deeply rooted with who you are, with your own nefesh. The truth is, this is we have psukim like this. The pasik says that if, let's say, uh, uh, you you took a mashkin, yeah, someone owes you money, and you took a you know a mashkin from the guy, and the pasik is the example of an almana shimamish has nothing. And you took the one thing that she needs. So the halach is, if she needs it at night, let's say it's a blanket or something, you have to give it back. Says the pasik, and if you don't, hanefeshu <laughs> You're taking her sham away from her. Rashi says. Because it means so much to her, she's so poor, so it's k'ilu, you're taking your nefesh. Rabbi Nachman says, yeah, k'ilu, you're taking your nefesh. That person's money is connected with their neshama. That's why people feel so passionate about it. Rabbi Nachman says elsewhere, that's why it's natural to all of a sudden honor and even want to have a shaykhist to people that are wealthy. So why is that? So yeah, like, ah, it's something you can say because like, you think it's going to benefit you. Not always. I mean, you have no, you're a completely different industry. Like, what? And it's, still, there's something about people that are wealthy that people sort of are gravitated towards. Even if they, you can't explain why there's any tangible... There's no, you're not going to get anything from this guy.
1: No so that, wealthy guy ever saw this book, because <laughs> they want to think they have friends. <laughs> right.
0: So, oh, that's a good point. Well, so, they do. They, they do. So that, that's us. the point. So that's what Rabbi Nachman says. The point is, when a person has has a, a lot of value, it means that their neshama is is out in the open. Neshama is... is it, his neshama is not just stuck in his body. His neshama is, uh, is out there. And that's what people are attracted to. They're attracted to... The nashamas, people are attracted to that which is real, that which is essential. And a person's money is a, fri- is a reflection of that, it's a chidrish. <laughs> the person who are his
1: nashamas, Huh? No, no, who said, said to, he, No, who said it to, <laughs> said it to <laughs> like, What does
0: I it mean, asher? Ezu, <laughs> asher. Asamech b'chalkai, okay, right? That's, that's, that's also a magnetic well, cre- hundred percent. That's
1: why the Rabbim doesn't bring it down. Because the Rabbim brings down the three parts of that mission, right? Ezu, ezu, asher. Yeah, yeah, ezu, chacham, and so on. Ezu, chacham, right? So, ezu, giber, chacham, and so on. The so Raman only brings down, he says, why? Because if you want to be rich, you don't go take a job by somebody who's If you're looking to win a war, you're not okay. looking to be, you're not. No, it's easy. In, there, in there, terms, there, terms there, of what
0: money is. So, there, let, let's go, i just to end up, because it's already seven so, so, o'clock. So, so going back, I think this is the Pneimis in terms of this idea of money, gabach. Of course the, the money is the guys, but in terms of what money means, in terms of the nefesh, it's my nefesh that you have in your, in your estate. And when you actually pay me back, my nefesh now has you know, my nefesh has a guf to connect to. And there's that sense of a and that's ultimately where it's coming from. So going back to the Zayman, that's the side over here, is that you're manipulating the chus of the halva, you're shortening their right on Shimon's money, or increasing their right in Shimon's money, and that's called real damage. Okay.